This message is from Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. May God bless you as you listen to the anointed word of life. Let's bow heads as we go into the message of the day. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, we bless you, we worship you, we glorify you as we commit this service unto thy mighty hand. We ask for the entrance of the word that will flow from your throne of grace to bring forth healing, bring forth understanding. Open up our eyes and ears and minds of spiritual understanding to be who you have called us to be on this earth. In Jesus' name we pray. The message is titled, The Bell of Salvation. And we're taking our message from the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 and Matthew chapter 28 verses 18 to 20. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 and I'll read. So they seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 orders our heavenly priority in life. Number one, seeking for the kingdom of God. Number two, in doing this, it must be done in righteousness. It must be done according to the dictates. According to the way the Lord has ordained it to be done. It must not be done according to our earthly righteousness, human wisdom. It must never be done through carnality of life of flesh. It must be anchored solely on the doctrine of heaven, which is righteousness. And when we do this, the third thing that will happen, he said, and all these things shall be added unto you the provision you need to succeed on it will be released unto you. Your heart desires will be met when you do his work according to his purpose for us. Come with me to the book of Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28, we are reading from verse 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. The Lord has been transferring powers to us men that make themselves available unto his work. He has all the powers in heaven. He has all the powers on earth. And he's looking for those who are willing to do this work according to his will. So that he can transfer this power unto them. 19. He said, Go you therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. As men that are willing to seek him, to seek first his kingdom will work in this power. Amen. It's all power given to me. The power to work in signs and wonders. The power to activate prosperity. The power to stay in good health. The power to live long. The power to dwell in joy and peace. 
the power to be an overcomer, the power to be more than conqueror, the power to do all things. For with God, all things are what? And the power to enjoy eternity in heaven after this mission on earth. Many children of God, ministers of the gospel, are guilty of deviating from this ordained mandate of Christ unto us. Many have allowed the cares of the world and the politics of the kingdom, politics in the church, to separate them from this divine commission. M1 chapter 3, verse 3 declares, can two work together, say they be agreed. Church politics is distancing us from Christ. Church politics is separating us, keeping us far from Christ. Does not allow us to walk in agreement, in unity with him. Church politics is not allowing us to walk in agreement with the Lord. And where two do not walk in agreement, they cannot move forward. The beauty of Christ, the churches, you and I are more engrossed with church politics. We are more engrossed with politics of the world, politics of self-recognition, politics of self-righteousness, politics of self-seeking wisdom than the godliness of Christ. We now decide what we want instead of Christ deciding for us. That is the pathetic story of the body of Christ as I speak. Today the body of Christ is seeking for self-glory instead of the glory that the Lord has ordained for us. He said, every valley shall be what? Exalted. Mountains and hills shall be made low. The crooked shall be what? Strengthened. Rough places made plain, and then his what? Glory shall be revealed. Pull down, cut down, or pull, cleanse the place. Then righteousness does what? Exalt a nation. The spirit of God will manifest. The power of God was not revealed until Prophet Elijah rebuilt the altar that the prophet of Baal had messed up. The altar was rebuilt. And the twelve foundations of Israel was fortified, representing God. Altars that were messed up, we are cleansed up, and then the praise of God manifested. The body of Christ wants shortcuts. The children of God wants shortcuts. The ministers and pastors want shortcuts. And what do we have? Messed up body of Christ. Ministers are busy seeking for the glory of the world. Instead of the glory of God. Instead of the glory that the Lord has promised to reveal unto us. As we search him in spirit and in truth. When we talk about politics. We see politics on display. In all aspects of life. In organizations we see politics at work. Offices. In our homes. In our families. Even at the church. We forget that everything has boundaries and moderations. And as I speak, politics has taken over the body of Christ. The question is, what is politics? 
Politics is referred to as activities associated with the governance of a country, governance of an area, or an organization. It could be seen as a particular belief or principles that has to do with power. Believe or principles that have to do with influence, that has to do with status, and of course, they're always rooted in conflicts. God does not thrive in conflicts. Politics has to do with activities aimed at improving someone's status, increasing power in an organization for political or personal gains, and most often, these ideas run contrary to the principles of fairness and justice. We see politics everywhere, in government everywhere, democracy everywhere. And then we ask ourselves, is this what it ought to be? And when politics comes into the church, how well would that church love? We see what politics is all about in natural aspect of life, in different levels in governance how good would that do in the house of the Lord what are we supposed to reap by embracing politics in the house of the Lord there can never be politics without conflict of interest and that's why the Lord rejects and frowns at politics in the church totally politics in the church is totally contrary to God's rule of theocracy the world of politics talks about democracy. The God's rule over his body is based on theocracy. Theocracy means the church under the rule of God, or better still, the government of his body under the control of the church. As a sovereign God, he directs his body, and his commandments are not questionable as the government must at all times be based on the commandments of love love all the way which is embedded in his foundation of godliness righteousness and holiness that is the principle on which God has established his church the principles of righteousness, godliness and holiness Today we are saddened by a generation that has abandoned the rule of God. A generation that has abandoned the rule of love. A generation that has abandoned the rule of godliness for the politics of conflicts, for the politics of destruction, for the politics of death, for the politics of kidnapping, rituals, betrayals, backsliding, backstabbing, sellout, high-level conspiracies all in the body of Christ. It is no longer news to hear that in the body of Christ people set up one another. People send assassins to kill one another. We hear it as news. But it's happening because nothing hidden in the sight of the Lord. We are driven our Christ out of the church through church politics by giving him the receipt. We have lost our integrity as a body. And we are daily busy holding on to the garment of reputation. We are more interested in our reputation, 
more interested in what people think or say about us instead of our integrity which has to do with what God thinks and says about our character and our actions. How easy it is these days in the church for us to celebrate. Celebrate unknown source of wealth. Celebrate murderers. Celebrate kidnappers. Celebrate ritualists. Celebrate frosters. Drug barons. Robbers. Embezzlers. They have come with their blood-stained demonic wealth for thanksgiving service unto the Lord. Even when we know that the source of their wealth is questionable. Will the Lord of the truth accept such offerings and thanksgiving? Will the Lord inhabit in a church, a pulpit, a foundation, built with blood money? Of course, nobody and as mad God. I see pastors dancing with people coming for thanksgiving. Jubilating some assorting because they are bringing monies. But we know such money are blood-stained money. We don't bother to know the source of the wealth of our members. We are simply interested in them bringing what they need to bring to the body of Christ. For whatever a man sweats, he shall reap. How can a murderer come and do thanksgiving and we dance with that murderer? How can a kidnapper, a ritualist, come and dance to the altar and bring the money he got from the people he sacrificed at the demonic altar to thank God and we accept such money? We embezzle funds in offices and different places. We come and shall praise the Lord. The Lord has done it again. Funds meant for developmental purpose in our communities, in our states, at different levels. Where the Lord of the truth accepts such appreciations and thanksgiving. How easy it is for us as children of God to announce, to package, to market and spread ungodliness, spread immorality through the social media, but unable to preach, evangelize Christ to a dying world. I opened the social media. I had these children of God sending the word of God. What you see is things that they feel make them laugh, make them feel cool, immoral things. Their makeup, their dresses, vanity upon vanity. The makeups they wear, the eyelashes they put, the long nails, the half naked body they expose. Every day we are putting our pictures on the social media. For the world to see how beautiful we look. Beautiful for the world. Beautiful for the tamas and ants that will consume that body at the end of the day. And beautiful for her. But we find it very troubling just to post a scripture in that same social media. Message that should win souls unto his kingdom. I step down when it gets to you. But the one that will glorify the devil is very easy for us to send him across. No, I don't want to send such messages to my group, to my people, because I don't want them to see me as being fanatical. But you are seldom seeing you as a worldly person. You are seldom seeing you as being in the same kingdom with them. 
many of us have spent time to think about construct a statement and post that win souls how many of us in the social media we can spend hours but we hardly spend 30 minutes studying the word of God at night we don't have time we don't have time but we have time to visit the social media every day first thing in the morning and last thing before we go to bed but we don't have time to pray we don't have time to study the word of God we don't have time to do our assignments that the Lord has given us to do to help us make it on this earth we are driven away Christ from our families through our failure to raise godly homes and children these days the children call the shots while parents dwell under the demonic excuse of new generational lifestyle and allow their children practice all manner of worldliness, immorality right under their nose and roof why? because we pretend to love these children more than God who gave them to us why is Gina doing that? no, no, leave Gina, you know this is their age that is what is obtainable who told you that is what is obtainable that is what is obtainable in the world but not obtainable in the kingdom of God in my lips new generation is hell there is no new generation in the kingdom of God. The ancient of this does not change. He's the changeable God. His standard does not change. His doctrine does not change. Everything about him remains unchangeable. Righteousness does not change. You allow your children to change the doctrine God has put in place in their life right under your nose. They are wearing earrings. Open up your nose with earrings. Small children wearing earrings and you allow that. Babbing worldly hairstyle. You allow that. New generation. Freedom of speech. It's a free word. You know these children, you don't have to talk to them anyhow so that they don't get angry. Because if they get angry, your destiny will be destroyed. Parents. And that day, what will you tell the Lord? You give account of these souls. These children, they are allowing to get destroyed in hell. This Bible remains authentic. Thor said the Lord remains authentic. Thor said the Lord. No power can change the Bible. If you like, go and write a new Bible. You will go with it to hell. Write a new Bible and create new hell and new heaven for yourself. We'll know how far the person will go. Allow the children. You see them not dressing where you won't correct them. There are girls... You see, you say, go and change this. And they say, I don't have any other thing. The only thing I have is trousers. They don't have any other thing. But they grew on their parents. You see your daughters. You see your son bringing in girls inside, boys inside your home. You say, you know, this is their own time. It's not our own time. You see them stay in the same room together. Close doors. You say, this is their own time. Committing immorality under your roof. You say, it doesn't matter. Just cancel them. Just advise them Allah, but leave them. But today, what do we see? New generation. And then we'll turn around to begin to ask God, God, why did you allow this thing to happen to my why is my son behaving this way? Who destroyed that child? God, God cannot destroy that child. When neighbor corrects your children, you get angry. Why did they say your child is doing this thing? Instead of you to look at what they are saying about your child and know how to pray it out, correct it. You are angry with that neighbor. 
why would that neighbor flog their child? When we are growing up, neighbors can flog any child within that neighborhood. And your parents will tell them, well done for correcting their children. But now, try it now. The parents will go and lock up that neighbor so that that child is given license to continue. They will tell you, you are a gay, you are a boy. You can, Don't come to my house. My father will be angry. They say, you, you are a Jew guy. Oh, so you can't even bring girls, bring boys into your father's house. As what? At your age? At your age? And then the girl or the boy will begin to feel I'm a man, I'm a boy, I'm a man. I'm a big cheek. Peers influence. Evil communication corrupts good manners. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Don't do things because of what you want people to see or say about you. That is your reputation. God is not interested in your reputation. He's interested in your character. Your character is your integrity. Do things because that is the way the Lord wants you to do those things. We must not forget that one day we will give account of these souls unto God. Today one is recognized or reckoned by the size of his church. By the size of membership. And no longer by the Christ in us. No longer by the number of Christians that we have prepared for eternity in heaven. Ministers and churches now have leaks. Super leaks where wealth, affluence, connections are measured. Nobody's talking about helping the young in the body of Christ to grow. Today, the church is more interested in reputation than integrity. I pray that the Lord will show mercy to his body in Jesus' name. Amen. Can two work together and say they be agreed? Politics in the church has distracted us from what God has done for us in the body of Christ. Politics in the body of Christ has made us to distance ourselves from the Lord instead of drawing closer and closer to him. Instead of dwelling in unity and praying for unity in the body of Christ, we are daily separated and disunited by conflicts of personal gains. Disunited by what is there for us, not what is there for the body of Christ. How well would this thing profit the church of God? Will it bring promotion Will it defy the name of the Lord or will it bring condemnation? No. We are more interested in personal gains. We are disunited by conflict of personal status, by conflict of personal or worldly achievements. Instead of following the footsteps of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is our leader, our teacher, and director. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 declares, Keep the heart with all what? Diligent. For out of it are the issues of life. Who is this who I am unto you? He said, I am who I am. Who is God unto you? God is who you want him to be to you. We must stay away from anything that is not of God in our minds, in our hearts, and in our thoughts. For us to enjoy the fruit of our labor on this earth. We must refuse to work in vain in our services unto God and humanity on this earth through 
holding on to life of obedience and holiness. We might be able to outsmart the system of the world in our favor. We might be able to build a wonderful reputation here on earth for ourselves. They will not be able to outsmart the judgment of eternity. Because there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed. It is time for us to make the right decision on earth. For the Lord searches every action of man right from his throne. We must respect our Lord and Savior for who he is, honor him, and abide by his rules. We must choose where we belong, either for him or against him. The Bible declares that the prayer of a sinner is an abomination unto who? God. Our words and actions and thoughts matters a lot. Of course, no one knows tomorrow. In this earth, we have access to repentance. We have access to God's mercy. We have access to his grace. But outside this earth, as men that reject his mercy, we meet death, we meet sorrow, we meet bitterness. We must not forget that the accuser of the brethren is waiting and is watching. And we use every information we have created against us. We need to be hearers and doers of the word of the Lord. We must avoid life of damnation in hell because the bell of salvation will be ringing soon. It's already ringing. Very soon, Christ will appear. We have a choice to make. You have a choice to make. I have a choice to make. And whatever choice we make will get stuck by that choice. Daily many are going astray because of the love of money. You can republish, you can fine-tune your life on earth to be who you want to be according to worldly standard. But outside this earth, the consequences will follow. Daily we must ask God what is our best in life. Everyone has weaknesses. We all have best in life. When we genuinely seek the face of the Lord asking for help. Some God will open up our spiritual eyes to know the areas we need to work on in order to make it at the appointed time. We must come out from the demonic comfort zone of self-righteousness. Demonic comfort zone of life or justification. Demonic comfort zone of judging others for no one is righteous in the sight of the Lord. Our righteousness, our self-wisdom is like a future rag for judgment belongs unto the Lord. We must stop judging others so that we won't be judged. We must learn to correct in love and in all godliness. Correction must be done to bring forth the fruit of repentance and not unto destruction. The journey of life is far, but we have a good father who is the pilot Flying us safely to the promised land. And how many of us are ready to body self flights unto eternity in heaven? If you are willing, will you shout hallelujah? There is no politics in heaven. Politics in the house of God ends in darkness. Today, how many democratic values are being ripped according to the worldly system? How democratic are the politics of the world? 
we see a lot of loopholes in the policies of the world. Is that what we are going to bring to the house of the Lord? Politics in the house of the Lord is fast destroying the rule of God in the body of Christ. Politics has taken over the body of Christ. It is politics everywhere in the body of Christ. Instead of the word of the Lord and the application of his holiness. Where do we think that we are going with these filthy garments of earthly politics in the house of the Lord? Things are not done without seeking the face of the Lord. People are these days preaching that whatever your mind tells you to do, do it. And that is the spirit of the Lord. And they forget that the devil speaks too. They forget that the same heart that God possesses, see where the devil probably works through in human beings. So how do you know that what you, that comes out of your mind is of God? God is not out of confusion. In your office, you have leadership. In your office, you have someone that calls the shots. In government, you have leadership. Federal level, we know who calls the shots. Ministerial level, as minister, we know who calls the shots. In the state, we know who calls the shots. In the local government level, we know who calls the shots. There is fiscal order of hierarchy. There's a constitution. There's a spiritual hierarchy in the body of Christ. The Bible is our constitution. If you go contrary to the constitution of any country, you go to jail. So how would somebody tell you to go contrary to the constitution of Christ? Anybody that goes contrary to the constitution of the kingdom of God, which is the Bible, and refuses to repent, is going to hell. That is where our spiritual jail is. And I pray that will not be a portion in Jesus' name. You must learn to submit and seek the face of the Lord as ordained by the Lord. Anybody that is bringing politics into the body of Christ will have questions to answer at the appointed day before the Lord. Holiness is not measured by the size of a church. Holiness can never be measured by the multitude in a church. It can never be measured through your reckoning in the society. It can only be measured by God's standard. Many are now, as the Lord told me, they are now working for themselves on earth. Many pastors, bishops, pope, prophets, apostles, are now working for themselves on earth because of politics on earth. The bell of salvation is ringing and judgment is fast approaching. Where will you spend eternity? Many children of God, ministers, pastors, prophets, apostles, bishops, were crying here because of politics in the church. Politics in the body of Christ is anything that is different from God's agenda for his children and for the church. As I speak, many children of God, many ministers, are wearing garments of non-repentance. And they are fast in trances to the pit of hell. Is it not a pity that many ministers, pastors, will see themselves and their sheep in the lake of fire? What will you tell your sheep that day? What will you tell your sheep? What will you tell your congregation? As I speak, the Lord is telling me that many pastors are already in bitterness and in sorrow in hell. The bell of salvation is ringing. Judgment is coming.
We must adjust our lives right now. We must ask God to open up our spiritual eyes and ears and minds of understanding for him to reveal unto us what we need to adjust in our lives. We must take a decision and stand by it today. The bell of salvation is ringing. Where will you spend eternity? Let it have ears. Hear what the Spirit is saying. Bow your heads. We have heard the word of God this morning. The word is very open. It boils down to if rapture takes place now, where will you spend eternity? Only you can answer that question. So wherever you open your mouth and begin to talk to the Lord and ask him for mercy. In all areas we're fed him what's in actions and thoughts. And for those as many as that are under the sound of my voice and you have not given your life to Christ, heavens are open for you right now to start talking to the Lord to forgive you your sins. That through the message you have heard today, you want to come on board. That this morning you have decided to surrender. Turn your back on the cares of the world. Turn your back on worldliness and decided to accept him as your Lord and Savior. Ask his precious blood to purge you. Cleanse you. Reposition your mind, your spirit, your soul, your body, your heart to serve him in spirit and truth. That from now onwards, forward ever and back whenever. Father, we ask for your mercy. This morning we surrender. We surrender. We submit to your love. To your mercy. We surrender to your grace. We surrender to genuine repentance which only you can give. As we come before you this morning, let your mercy prevail. Let your grace prevail. We ask for you to strengthen us. To stand on the decision we have taken this morning. To serve in spirit and truth. On our own, we can do nothing. But by your grace, we can do all things. Father, we thank you. Be the exalted. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. We thank you for listening to the Anointed Word of Life by Pastor Ezekiel Chima of Anointed Assembly International Ministry. You can reach us at number 7A, Awaniye Lemon Street, Ajawo Estate, off International Airport Road, Lagos, or anointedassembly.org. For prayer and counseling, please call 70 May God richly bless you.